0: Let's get this intro.
1: Let's get into it, cause you already know two black runners podcast. We always go big here we're live at Hayward Field, but you know who it is. I'm Joshua Potts, Mr. Possible, always with the brother with the same mother, Aaron Potts, super hot Potts, And when your favorite two black runners coming at you every single two black Two.
0: What is thursday. thursday and we're at hayward field bro bro
1: first day of the 2022 usa championships and we're previewing basically the whole entire meet going forward and really the first day and we have a very Special distinguished guest. guest beside
2: us distinguished you that's know, what they call people with gray hair these days <laughs> distinguished a lot of prelims today
0: and will you're saying king of the prelim right here
2: king of the prelim you know what will i mean
0: is.
1: Will Lear is Everything. joining us on the podcast of Two Black Runners. Uh, first day of USA's. Let's start off here, Will. How does it feel to be, well, being an athlete competing at USA's? Just what is that type of mentality kind of like? Aaron was t- telling her, "King, King of the Prelim," you are. Right. But like entering in, going to USA's, we never competed there, but you have.
2: Yeah, when there's there's a lot on the line. You know, if a final, a prelim is a final because if you're not in the final, you're not making the team. This is a stepping stone to World Championships. We're lucky this year domestically. We have right behind me the venue extraordinaire for World Championships Eugene 22. These athletes are. This is a this is a dress rehearsal. Like you know exactly what you have to do when you step on the line. These prelims today were fire. They were fast. They were slow. They were tactical. They were they were all out. And we saw some yeah. of the 800s. saw Some of the 800s get out hard without a yeah. thing. Mood, take it fire. and then
1: slowed down. She was all like, oh wait, I'm going a little yo. bit too fast.
2: She knew fast. she had it. She was in the bag. So yeah, uh, yeah. she's like, yo, hold up. I'm moving too fast. <laughs> so uh, on, yeah. pre-
0: on prelims too, though, like, especially, I guess, if you're uh, a younger athlete, but is it nerve-wracking going into a prelim? Because you don't want to, like, if you mess up in the prelim, your season is just, that sucks to get out, get out first.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to extrapolate a prelim to a season. There's a lot of races that make a season, a lot of paintbrush strokes that make a painting. But um, this one in particular, uh, it, it's a big deal, you know, like, we saw a lot of college kids look tired today. Mm. They had a long season. They've probably been in Eugene for a really long time. And I'm going to talk about something real quick that's probably... Go ahead. A, go, ahead go off. It's called pollen. Mm. If you can hear it in my voice. <laughs> pollen count yesterday was almost 6, 1,600. Hey, quiet in the back. Chill. <laughs> What's going on? It was almost 1,600 yesterday. 200 is a high pollen count. This is bonkers. Like, So if you struggle from allergies, it, this is worse than hot weather. You know, So... You're, you're balancing a lot of different factors right now. It's nerves, it's pollen, it's heat, it's a long season. It's an early season for some runners who maybe haven't had the race opportunities that they wanted going yeah. into championships. And so it was really interesting to see some of those storylines play out. Um, but yeah, it, you know, prelims are nerve-wracking, but racing is nerve-wracking. You know, when you, when you don't know exactly what's going to happen, when there's a pacemaker, when a, rap, a rabbit says, I'm going to go through the 800, 152, you know what that is. You know what to expect. Gun goes off here. This is why pure racing is so enjoyable to watch. But
1: before we get into everything, live two black runners here at Hayward Field, reviewing the first day of USA's and kind of just previewing everything going forward. If you want to join us, the Butter Boys in their tailgate, they got a they got a couch right here. Yeah, join us, yeah, join no, us, really. No, no, no. A little plenty bit, of Will weird, chilling with us too. And we're gonna talk about the men's 1500. We're gonna talk about Shakari at the end of the day too. We're gonna talk about so many other things. Fred Curly, Donovan Brazier, and everything. Let's start there. I want to start with Brazier, man, because Donovan Brazier, he's like he ran one race at the beginning of the season in 800 ran 150 outdoors then he comes out today wins his heat the first heat of the day in 800 meters and i think my biggest question going into this will was all like how good is our world champion going to look and he
2: looked pretty good to me What, what, what what do you feel this is not the donovan brazier that i'm used to seeing but am i surprised that he wins his prelim and advances to the semi no that's the guy's got ice in his veins he knows exactly what it takes I watched him conserve energy through the first, what, 650 meters, yeah. put himself in the right position, come out on top, took care of business. You know, I think if you ask Donovan, are you impressed with yourself today? He'd say, "It's is just another day. You know, for that guy to go run, what did he run today, 146.5, basically 146.49, he's not happy with that time. He knows yeah. he's capable of so much more, but given the season that he's had, it was a good race, it's progression. I've watched people in the 800 run a – who are very established 800-meter runners, run a seasonal best in the first round, seasonal best in the semi, and go on to win the national championship. So it happens. The 800 is a crazy event. These guys are getting, like, if you need to get more and more fit as the rounds go by.
0: Yeah, it was good to see Donovan just go out there and look relaxed and calm and not, like, bad. Because, like, honestly, I feel like since last year, last year he showed that he was human. And I feel like last year, too, like, he did talk a little bit more. And he's been... A lot, a lot more quiet. His indoor season was great. That 600 we saw him run was amazing. But then, yeah, he had that bad race. So, like, for me, I was watching his race being like, I don't know what's going to happen. It's almost like a, a wild, it's like a wild card in a way. And the that's, crazy... Go ahead, Will.
2: We'll. I was just going to say, that's why we watched the race, right? Like, if it was on paper, Donovan, Donovan's your champion. But that gun goes off... Who knows what's going to happen?
1: And I want to talk about the men's 800 as a whole because I feel like it is one of the most wide-open races today. But before we get there, we got to talk about probably Aaron's arch nemesis, Cade Flat, who told yeah. Aaron not to hit him up anymore. Do not hit up Cade Flat, Aaron Potts. Do not do that at That's all. My boy. Cade Flat jumps into that race with Donovan Brazier as well. Comes in with a tenth of that record again, that elusive 146.45 held by Michael Granville, that high school 800-meter record. Will Lear, is Cade Flat breaking that in U.S. championships?
2: I sure hope so, man. Uh, I'll be honest. I've watched Cade a couple times on uh, the various streams of races that he's been on this year in some of the pro circuit. Watching him in person was impressive. The dude is smooth. He's powerful. I mean, like, he is 800 meters. Mm. Watching, you know, watching a guy come through in you know, just over 50 seconds and, like, he hasn't broken a sweat, that was awesome. He's yeah. in high school. He's got, like... His confidence is his bravado is a little. I, I mean, it's when you're on this stage, when you're racing against high schoolers, calling yourself the goat is one thing. You still, he still hasn't gotten that time, so I don't think he's quite earned goat status yet. But I will say he is formidable. I will not be surprised to see this kid in the final. I'd love it if he holds it back a little bit mm-hmm. in the semi, make sure that you advance to the final, and then gloves off, man, go nuts.
0: I haven't seen a race of K Flat where he's tied up. He looks so smooth, like you were saying, very, very fearless on the line, like. And when he says his mentality is greatest ever, like I want to be the greatest ever. And he was in the heat with Donovan Brazier, and he was not scared. He ran like a grown man, Donovan Brazier. <laughs> and I and I think Isaiah Jewett, yeah,
2: like, yeah. I think
0: he's gonna break the record. You know, I know K Flat. You know, we we have our, we have our differences. No, we don't. We don't. I, I love that dude, but. <laughs> I think he's gonna I think he's gonna break the record and destroy it and, and like you said, I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the final. I wouldn't be surprised to see him get top six.
1: Yeah. Whoa. Hey, I I would love to see that most definitely. It's gonna be interesting. But we're, t- so we're speaking about the eight, real quick. I really feel like the men's eight is really wide open with our winners of the today: Derek Holdsworth, Donovan Brazier, Isaiah Harris, and Bryce Hopple. And then we have UA's own Vincent Crisp also getting into that, getting into that next round, as well as we mentioned, Kate Flack, Eric Sewinski, and even Clayton Murphy jogging off in the third place, like really looking good, feeling good. Will Lear, do you feel like there is an established three that we're really looking at, like that's gonna be that top three on the podium in that men's 800?
2: I feel like the men's 8 in years past has the the top three has been a little more clear cut. Yeah. Um, you have guys, again, as we're talking about Donovan, who's who's coming back. I expect him to look better tomorrow than he looked today. I expect him to look better on Sunday than he looks tomorrow. And so as you build through the rounds, I mean. I don't know. It, like it's it this field this, this team to make in the 800 is pretty wide open. Um, it, well, maybe I shouldn't say it's wide open, but it is competitive, and it's compelling. Like these stories that go into this. Bryce Hoppel is maybe the one guy that I saw today that I was like, yes. the guy's just brushing dirt off his shoulders. He looked pretty damn chill. Um, but that guy also, he's 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 the king of championship racing. He's so good. He's so composed, and like making it in the 800. I mean, we watched. We got Ajay behind us over here. Ajay, Ajay. Lene, What up, hey, Ajay? Ajay. <laughs> uh, but again, seasoned veteran runner, makes it look easy, knows exactly what you have to do and what you don't have to do or want to do on that first day of competition.
0: Yeah, to me, Clayton and um, Bryce Hopple look the best. And those two, when you look at them, they're the most savvy racers. Like, Clayton is always really clutch, and Bryce is very tactical with all of his moves. And then it's like Isaiah Harris, I feel like he is that third spot for me, but you never know. With, with Jewett in there. Like, what could happen? Derek's Hol- Derek Holsworth coming on the rise. And, bro, Eric Sawinski's been running good, man. Yeah. been running good. Don't sleep on Sawinski. Yeah, do not sleep. Do not sleep on him. He's a veteran. He knows how to get through the rounds. And if somebody messes up, he's going to be the guy that takes that spot, I feel like. He knows what it feels like.
1: Most definitely, most definitely. Before we get to that women's 800, though, we'll circle back to it. Let's go to this, because I feel like this is definitely pressing, and having somebody that who, who dubbed himself King in the Prelim, the men's 1500, and I was just... Sad, devastated, not seeing Cole Hawker make that next round and everything, but what is just the pressure and like Hobbs Kessler not making that next round, fifteen hundred. And I think that is just the fact of just having two two rounds of it. It's not like it's hard to do. And like you said, it's a finals anytime you get onto the track. But the pressure within that is any is is just super hard. And before I let you guys speak, I just want to say the five thousand on Sunday is going to be amazing the revenge that people are going to have in their eyes as they line up for that five thousand to try and make that team is the pet the perfect amount of like cinema we can have in track and field i would say
2: hot takes go for it
0: for the 1500 i mean i'll start off with the 15 it's like what you're saying like those younger guys even though cole is olympian it was tough to see him not making it out there and then same with hobbs like i would love to see like that new generation of 1500 meter runners because Centro is out, you know, Craig Ingles isn't racing, and it seems like we skipped, like, I mean, I'm 27 and like, that's like, we skipped like that generation and just went over to like Yared and Cole Hawker and Cooper, and Cooper Tier. And I was like, wait, what, What?
2: what happened? Man. So. The, let's, let's be very clear though. The people who are between 27 and 31, they have had a moment. Uh, there is a new crop of fifteen hundred meter have runners. Have they though? Absolutely. Craig Engels has been on almost on two Olympic teams, almost on three Olympic teams because he almost made it in the eight and yeah, then yeah. almost made it in the fifteen hundred. You're saying almost though? Yeah. That doesn't mean he didn't have a moment. You're I, talking I, about I, him I, like you know, know, he didn't exist. One shiny moment. Saying,
0: I'm saying he definitely he definitely exists and everyone loves him. But
2: Cole Hawker has has done has made the made the team and got fifth at the Olympics. I I had the pleasure of chatting with Cole on the walk from the stadium up to here, and uh, he told me he has been struggling with a little bit of an injury that's kept him on the bike for a couple of weeks. And if there's anything that any runner knows, trying to maintain fitness through cross-training versus how you feel when training on the ground, it's a different ball game. And so uh, I, I, I feel for him as someone who you know you, you're, you're so close and then something comes up that sort of derails your plans at the last second, two weeks out from a championship, is not a good time yeah. to to be sidelined with an injury. What I will say is for that young man, like the future is bright. We saw everything that he well, not everything. We saw a lot of what he was capable of last year and how he he's enigmatic, he's explosive, he's uh, exciting. He's he's trash talking, you know. He's he is a he's a spectacle to behold on the track, but he's disappointed right now. And if I'm in that 5K and I see him on the start line, I'm nervous. Most I'm definitely. nervous because he's He's coming in with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder saying, Yo, I mean, like, I'll be very honest, I don't remember the last time 339 3 didn't make a final Uh at USA's. Going from, it's 36 down to 12. That's cutthroat. Yeah. The field was deep, but when I watched that first heat and I saw him take it out, I was like, Cole knows what he's doing. When you're in heat one, you have no choice. You don't know what's coming in the next two heats. You have to make it honest. And he just didn't have that last gear over the last 50, 75 meters, which is you know, telling for someone who hasn't been training on the ground. But now that he has a race under his belt, that he's just basically soloed 339, the fitness is there. The desire is there. If he feels healthy enough to race, I hope that he does because I think he's got a great shot. And yeah. let's,
0: t- let's talk about Yared Neguse, though. The goose he's, is loose, baby. Because this dude was injured, couldn't run at the Olympics last year, was struggling all, struggling all year with injuries or whatever it is. And I would say Yared Neguse and Cooper Tier look the best to me. Today, I agree.
2: They nah. look the best to me today. Nah, who you're forgetting? Him. Why are you
0: sleeping on Sam Prickle?
2: I mean, I'm not sleeping. I'm, I'm not sleeping
0: saying. on him. I'm just saying Cooper Tier in his race
2: today. I feel like he just Sam sat in the back, that, ran he around take, he everybody. He took that out though. Sam
1: Brickle yeah. was it like, just, I ain't looking if back. Cooper
2: Tier hears this, he knows that I'm one of. I'm a stand for Cooper Tier. I've loved that guy since high school. However, when you are sit, when you are in a slow race and you are back in six with a lap to go, you know top three are making it. Sam Preko made the right move. To me today, Cooper Tier got lucky.
0: I think he didn't. Get, I think when you are when fit, when you're more fit than everyone in the field, you're more likely to be lucky. You can do, you can do some your, you can do dumb things. Your, you could run you're four
2: one hundredths of a second from making that final to not making the final for Cooper Tier. Do you know how far four one-hundredths is? I know making the. final. Do you final, know how far four one hundred is? Because I do.
0: Is he making the, Is he in the final?
2: Do you know how far 4 is?
0: You're the king of the prelim. Are you in the final or are you not? What matters?
2: Uh, there, He's in the final. There's luck. 4-100s is luck.
0: He's in the... Hey, it takes luck to make it. He, he's in the final. He's not out.
1: And I just want to say, shout out to Eric Holt, the bolt. He had the whole entire media mix zone looking at him and focusing on him. Eric Holt, the bolt, is also somebody we cannot forget. Like, for sure, for sure. And let's ground back to the women's 800 real quick, because we saw the three dominant women of a thing, Mo, Ajay Wilson, and Raven Rogers go out there. Raven always have the loudest claps in Hayward Field. I feel like... T- before anybody, most definitely. But there's still a lot of people in there in that woman's 800 that could break up that three-wheel layer. Who are those other women in the 800 that you've seen besides Athing, Ajay, and Raven that could possibly get onto that 800-meter team?
0: Are you saying nobody?
1: Allie Wilson, Wilson ran a really good race, I would say. Allie Wilson Ali ran a Wilson really good race. Wilson is
2: an incredible runner. Yes. And you are rep, running against three of the best women in the history of the world. Yeah. Like, if there are anyone that would break up that top three, and I'll just say, I mean, a thing looks amazing. Like, when she just went out today, do that first. I mean, it was just the people that I was sitting around, it's like jaws dropped. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's what the best of all time That's the GOAT. Shoot. That's the GOAT right there. That's and the we, are, we, are, we are in the presence of greatness. We are lucky to be able to watch her run. I'm excited to see what she can do in the next couple of rounds. I think we might be in for it. Bring on the heat. I don't think that she cares. And I think that she could go for something special on Sunday.
1: I want to say, don't forget that we got a 12-time U.S. champion and the world indoor champion lining up against her.
2: hundred percent. Like, why would I forget that? I going let you I to let you know, Ajay, let well, you know Exclamation I, point on it. Ajay, Ajay, for how many years had to be the person that would take it out? And she would be in the front controlling it, a la centro. Like you knew what exactly what she was gonna do. She's gonna do like 58-9, she's gonna run 159, she's gonna push that second the third two hundred. Yeah, yeah. But now she has this specimen of a human being that can go run 50, 48 seconds in the four hundred. She knows exactly like this is the time that you are in a race with Rudisha. And you know exact you you know what's gonna happen. So Did she d- th- A Thing Mo can go out in 55 seconds and it's no big deal for her. That's true. Ajay gets to chill. She doesn't have to think about who's gonna be sitting behind me if it's a windy day, if it's a hot day. She just says, look, I got this, I have a thing out here who's gonna break the wind, she's gonna set the pace, and all I have to worry about, all I have to worry about today is making the team. If I'm Ajay, if I'm Raven, I'm not worried about winning a US championship. I'm worried about doing exactly what I need, executing a race plan perfectly to become top three. When they get, when all three of those women are on the final at the World Championships here in, in July, that's when it becomes, how am I gonna, How do I win?
0: Yeah, and I feel like when you watch Ajay over the season, she does a lot of different strategies. She does some races where she just kind of sits back. She'll go out sometimes. So I feel like over the past two years, as a thing has been on the rise, she really has like changed up her strategy and tried different things. And I think that's going to work in her favor. But then also Raven Rogers, she has like, I would say she has like the best kick out of all of them. And it's just like, how does, how does she get in there to take the win, to overtake a thing?
1: I think it's just positioning for Raven. I think it's really just positioning. Because you know like you said, she has the best kick. But if she can just get into that position and into the to the final, and they still have to make it to that final. But I think it's just going to end up being positioning for her. And Before we get to the steeplechase and before we get out of here, I want to talk about this women's 1500 real quick. We didn't get to see all the races from this because we're going over here, setting up the two black runners live right here at the UA Mission Control. Yes, but we had Heather McLean having the fastest time of today. Ellie St. Pierre right behind her for the second fastest time of today. That was actually the fastest race their their heat that first heat of the women's 1500 meters but just overall with the women's 1500 I know Aaron's really high on Sinclair Johnson I'll just put that out there I'll put out put that out there right now and then Carissa Schweizer just her her being in this race I really think is really going (laughs) to stir things up a whole lot for the women's field before running that 5k on Sunday how are your feelings with the women's 1500 right now Will?
2: I can't wait I think this is one of the most compelling events that we're going to see this weekend, where you have Carissa, who's coming back from that 10k. I mean, she's this girl's pulling off the triple. Like this is a this is vintage Edward Cheserek at the Pac-12 meet, <laughs> where you're like, let's see if the wheels are still on at the end of the weekend. Um, she's obviously insanely fit. Uh, Sinclair, Sinclair proved to the world at pre that she is a force to be reckoned with in the 1500. When she most definitely looked so strong running that 3:58. And and today, I mean, like she was, I, I don't want to say she's class of the field, heads and shoulders above Carissa, but like you watched her face coming into that last hundred meters, and there, no one, like, it was, it was as, it was as she was as relaxed as she's ever been. You know, she's just waking up in the morning. I'm, just job done, take care of business. Um, I do think that watching Heather McLean today was, uh, I think watching Heather after she made the Olympic team last year, you're watching what confidence does to an athlete. When she made that Olympic team, she fundamentally changed as an athlete from someone who is hoping to be there to somebody who is there. She steps on the line now with purpose and, and, and she runs that way. You know, how she ran, watching training partners compete against one another is very interesting mm-hmm. for me because I did it for so many years. Um, but watch, seeing her eclipse L today was, you don't get to see that very often. And then right? we saw that indoors, the
1: US indoor title that she got in, in the mile over Ellie
2: absolutely and i and and we were seeing uh you know heat one was the heat of we call in the 1500 there's always one heat of death heat of death like how deep is this is the first heat today it was absolutely insane uh what i was a little bit disappointed in seeing was that none of the other heats like took note from them and they're going out so slow they're not giving themselves any opportunity and so from the first 600 meters of the next two heats you knew it was gonna be top three that makes the rest of that race really exciting but it makes a lot of the key contenders that would have been in those later heats ruled out because there's more than three really good runners in heats two and three. Uh, This final is going to be insane. I wouldn't be surprised to see a sub four like we saw at the Olympic trials. Um, And I think, uh, you know, we're in for an absolute treat. Yeah.
0: And I, I agree with you too on Heather and Joshua knows I'm high on Sinclair and I feel like uh, Sinclair and Heather, they're not intimidated by Ellie. Like, I feel like for a while, Ellie was the class of the field. She was the one. But, yeah, Heather beating her indoors, and then Sinclair finally getting her at the Diamond League meet, I feel like I'm like, dang, like, everyone is right with her. And now you're throwing Carissa into the mix. And what did she run like? She ran like 401. She ran, she ran four flat at, uh, what was it? It was four flat at, at,
1: Portland, at Portland Track Festival. She ran four yeah. flat for, at you're Portland. You run on the mic. On the mic so yeah.
0: I feel like it's, I feel like it's up in the air who that three is gonna be. Can we? Usually it's usually it's a lock that Ellie's gonna make it. And I'm like, now I'm like, I don't know, bro. But can we not forget that like Ellie, like she didn't
1: make the world indoor team in the mile. Then she came back and was all like, oh, I'm gonna win this U.S. indoor 3000 meter, and then I'm gonna put myself in the race in the world indoor 3000 meter as well, like.
0: And don't sleep on Helen, on Helen, um, yeah,
3: don't sleep on her either. I'll take that one. I'll yeah. jump on that. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you for doing that. But I think she has like a four Oh three, a four Oh three PR. Four Oh one.
0: And she was right. And she was right there in that race too with Heather or I'm sorry. I'm missing. Which, was you and yeah. Yeah. With, he- with Heather and Ellie. She yeah, was right yeah, yeah. there. She was right there too. So she's going to be a contender in the final as well. Let's not jump from, from this event recording. just yet.
2: So also one of the people that I was very excited to watch today was Nikki Hiltz. They were incredible that last hundred meters. I didn't get to see that. She was in a blue Lululemon kit. It was face, fresh. Yeah. I mean it was almost the color yeah, of their yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was super fresh. And they were back to that vintage Nikki from like twenty nineteen where yep. she made where they made the final in in Doha. And I'm excited to see what Nikki's capable of. Um I, I think every race that Nikki is in, she they get better and better and better and better. And so uh, Nikki is one person that I'm really looking forward to. Also, I think uh Corey McGee looked confident today. A confident Corey McGee is a very tough athlete to beat. And um beyond that, I mean Josette, I think it takes I think it takes sub four to win. Mm. I think it takes sub four to win. And I I hope I hope that Ellie believes in herself and is fit enough to go back to that person that we saw at the trials last year, yeah. where it was Come with me. Can you hang? I mean, it's like that pre Fontaine menha- mentality. Like, if you want to win this race, you're going to have to bleed.
0: I hope she does that because Sinclair is going to go right with her.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> She's not Absolutely. And, and guess what? And maybe Ellie doesn't so win, ugly. but there are, not, there are still not that many women that can run 358. That's true.
1: Yeah, we appreciate you, though, Will. Joining with us. We got one more event, though. One more event that I'll get you out here on Two Black Runners Live. You're at UA Mission. Come on, join us and really just kick it with us. But before we get you out of here, Will, I got to talk about the men's 3,000-meter steeplechase. Because one dude i seen here, Daniel Machowski, I didn't know who this man was.
2: Yo, Indiana boy.
1: And he ran 823 out there beating Evan Yeager and Hillary Bohr and Mason Furlick in the first heat of 3,000-meter steeplechase. And I'm all like, Wait, hold on. This, I already was feeling like the men's 3000s mini steeplechase is going to be a really, really fun event. That final is going to be exciting. Who's going to be that top three? But like Daniel Machowski, low key got me thinking about everything differently now.
2: Well, we got to have a D3 shout out real quick uh, and high school shout out. Go right. Skippers. Um, Matt Wilkinson went to Carlton, went to Minnetonka High School, D3 boy, jumped out to the big leagues in D1, got fifth or sixth at NCAAs in the steeple steeplechase. Uh, that was the race that I was watching, I'll be perfectly honest. Because the Dan Michalskis of the world, the Evan Jaggers, I'm not worried about them making the final. I, uh, it was really refreshing to see Jagger feel confident, put himself in the front. I'm a, I'm a Jagger stan. I've said this to the end. I I feel like that was his
1: most comfortable 823 that he's – because
2: he's been running around that time, but that was definitely the most comfortable he's looked. 100%. 100%. And I think that if if I'm another steeplechaser right now, I'm shaking in my boots. I'm like, oh, Evan's back. I mean, maybe he's not back to 8 flat, but I'm scared of this man. He's so efficient. If you watch how he goes over the hurdles, it's very minimal wasted motion. It's not a lot of up and down. It's very – that that arc is very flat you got a lot of other young steeblers who are sort of like bounding over these hurdles, and it's a lot of wasted energy. Evan is just smooth. We know what he's capable of. He knows what he's capable of. And again, sort of like we were talking about in that 800. I think every single race that he runs, he gets better and better and better and better. I hope that he's run enough races by the time the final comes around that we get to see uh, Evan make a world championship team. I'd love to watch him again here in, in Eugene.
0: Yeah, let's never forget, Evan Evan is the man who created the monster of the steeplechase in the U.S., man. Like, Absolutely. Everyone has followed in his footsteps, but the steeple, it always surprises us. You got Bernard Keeter in there that has a crazy kick. We saw that at the Olympics last year. Hillary Bohr is always going to be up front. And then you have, like, fan favorites, like Brian Barraza that everyone wants to see do well. Or, like, a Mason Furlick from the Very Nice Track Club as well. He is a so, very nice man. He is a very nice man, so... This race is always super intriguing, and on the like, we haven't seen the women's race e- either, and that's one's going to be exciting as well. But yeah, I can't wait for the women's it's race. It's kind of really
1: hyped for the women's it's race. It's kind of
0: open, anyway. like you don't really know exactly what's going to happen.
1: Well, you didn't even talk about Hillary Bohr, bro. Hillary Bohr, that man's a beast. That man, has been back to back U.S. champion in the steeple chase. So Hillary Bohr is definitely well. He's not he is the contender at the moment. He's the vending
2: champion. Hillary Bohr has been racking up frequent flower miles, going to all his diamond diamond lane yeah. meets. That's what and I told him in the mix what, zone. I was I, like, I, we
1: haven't met you yet, because you're always
2: overseas, bro. Well, he's 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 chasing the good meets. Uh, but that does get tiring. I would love to see Hillary Bohr um, back to his 8-0 shape. Um, I think that makes it really intriguing. Bernard Keeter, I thought, in the second heat, I mean, the man ran tactically perfectly, right? You know, you didn't see him, you didn't see him, mm-hmm. and then Bam, he's in the front comfortably winning the heat. So he did exactly what he needed to do. He wasn't trying to go out there and prove himself. He knows how good he is. Uh, And, and yeah, the steeple, again, this is why, like, this is one of the most fantastic meets on all of planet Earth because every single event that we've talked about tonight has a storyline that's interesting, has a storyline that's compelling. It makes you want to tune in. It makes you want to follow through three rounds of prelim semifinal. It makes you want to come back day in and day out and, Definitely makes you want to come over to Mission Run, which is just across the street. We got all sorts of dope giveaways. Come meet our athletes. Come check out the brand, brand new footwear. All Under right. armor's popping off. Free plug. Well, we appreciate <laughs> you. Paid for plug.
1: we Lear, 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 Lear here with us at Two Black Runners live at Mission Control, UA Mission Control will your your duties are relieved what is the word I don't know I don't know what I'm saying relieved, I mean, relieved. there you go relieved I didn't relieve
2: myself but I I will stand up <laughs> your you duties man. are
1: relieved at the moment really do appreciate you join us for this time but we still got some other other stuff from USAs then do for the people sprints, that are here as well if you would like to come onto the mic we can we can do that we can arrange that in like the next like 5 minutes but uh what I want to talk about real quick we got to talk about the biggest
0: should we just should we go into that we gotta talk about the hundred. Are you talking about the women's hundred or the men's hundred? Because they both were crazy.
1: Let's talk. Let's talk about the women's hundred real quick. Shakari Richardson missing the team, and like probably the most shocking thing of the entire meet for, by far, and. I just don't know what happened. She has the 200 still to run. Hopefully, it wasn't an injury, and she'd still be able to go out there and run the 200. It's going to be hard to make it out in the 200. It's going to be very, very hard. I feel like for Sha'Carri. but anything's possible. Anything can happen. Anything's possible, as I like to say. But Sha'Carri missing the team—that was
0: crazy, Aaron. Yeah, it was completely shocking. Like I really don't have any words. We just saw her run 10.8. You know, that was that last week. Yeah. And she was right with Aaliyah Hobbs, who ran great today. And didn't look like she was pressing that hard last week either. So, like you're saying, like hopefully it's not an injury or something, and she could come back in the 200 and do something. But it is disappointing. Like we saw her on 10.7 last year, and yeah, bro, there's not really much to say. There's not really much to say. Like we, I would love to have her on the team, and to to get that W, bring home a gold. I think she's that type of athlete still. I still think she she has all the talent in the world, but we just didn't see it today and yeah it just felt like pre-Fontaine it felt like pre-Fontaine last year
1: yeah it, it was it was definitely a weird experience but we have a whole other set of ladies that are still battling to get on that team. The people who ran fantastically had their heat wins: Tamari Davis in 11:04, Leah Hobbs 10:88, T.T. Terry in a 10:92, and Melissa Jefferson, I believe, in 11:03. All ran fantastic in those hundreds. You know, I'm high on Melissa Jefferson. I think she's gonna make this team. Melissa, let's go, go chance, bro, go chance, Coastal Carolina. But Aaron, we made our picks earlier in this year. Shakari's out, the, out the field now. So who are those other women that you're looking? That you're all like, oh, they can be that other spot on this team?
0: One person I'm looking at for sure is Brittany Brown. Like, we saw her run under under 10 this year, I think twice. Um, what did she run? That win-80 time she ran that was crazy. It was like...
1: And it was, believe, 10-6, something around 10-6. there. 10-6.
0: She looked, she looked great in her prelim. They just ran like 11-0 something, but she was right with Melissa. Both of them are two that I could see sneaking their way onto this team now that they're... I won't even say there was a spot open because, like, it was never locked down. Now that we're looking at it, but I wouldn't be surprised. She's been have, Brittany's been having such a breakout season. Like, I wouldn't be surprised to see her make it in the two and the one. I think that's a real possibility. But then Melissa Jefferson, she's been clutch. Like, she didn't have the greatest NCAAs outdoors, but we saw what she did indoor. We've seen the time she's run. Like, she has just been excelling every single meet. And I think she's going to be ready to run something fast. And then, I mean, Tiana Daniels, she's always ready when it's, when it's time. But it's still pretty open, to be honest.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll have to see after that semifinal heat too. Then Tamari Davis also, also as well ran a really fantastic race, winning 1104. But we're here on the two black runners live at UA Mission Control, really I'm just through, previewing the rest of the USA's and recapping everything that happened today. If you guys want to join us for anything
0: as well, then Aaron, you guys. Before here? I forgot, we got to mention Tamara Clark, dude. She p she PR'd today and ran 10.94. Yes, and, yes. And she ran she ran great. And if y'all don't remember, she went to Bama, NCAA champion in the 200. So that's another person, like, we got to look out for. Because if you're excelling towards the end, let's see how she does in that final.
1: Yeah, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Who's that?
0: Me. Yo, come through, come through. Hey, y'all. What's good?
1: Let's go, what's, what's good?
4: What's good? Yeah, we on right here. now. My name's Y'all call me T. I go to U, uh, University of South Carolina, you know, under armor forever. Let's go.
1: Hey. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am.
4: Yeah, and no, um I run them all. You twin is uh what I thought today I saw a lot of good um unexpected unexpected What things. was unexpected?
0: Let be specific with it.
4: Oh.
0: What was unexpected? What were you most surprised by? Um You know, we know what it is, just say.
4: Uh she just really surprised me.
0: Yeah, we heard. We it
1: heard. It was
4: more it was I think it was unique with her socks. <laughs> that really, really, really surprised me. But that was kind of cute. She, she had the
1: Chris was, Linsky socks going. Yeah,
4: that was kind of cute. It was giving me church.
0: What about the tie? Church, huh? What about the tie?
4: That was a tie?
0: Yeah, I, I'm I pretty, pretty sure it was a tie.
4: I ain't know what was around her neck. <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I ain't going to bash her. I mean, that's what i I thought it was fly. It's nice. Real nice.
1: What Yeah. What you got at U20s tomorrow?
4: Uh, the one and the two. The Y'all don't of- watch me. that might. You know, <laughs> I might do a little something, something. Okay. <laughs> Mike. Okay. We
1: going to Columbia?
4: What's up? <laughs> All right. I got my passport. Yeah. Let's go. So we going. You prepared? Yes. If not, if not, if not in an individual event, please for, uh, um.
1: Four by go. one, yeah. you, you getting that pool? Yeah. You want, you trying to get in that four by four pool
0: too, or?
4: Shit, I mean. Whatever <laughs> <take>. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
0: This the butter, we with the butter boys, so I'm you sorry. know as well. You can say whatever you want, I I'm think.
4: sorry. Yah, y'all, y'all ready for me to lead?
0: No, you, no, you, you can got stay. you got anything else? The views are going up right now. See. What what, were
1: you, what did you think about the men's hundred?
4: Um. Like right,
1: Fred Curley, that nine eight six oh. world yeah. League. Okay,
4: let me tell y'all. So ninety three.
1: My bad. Uh yesterday, my bad,
4: Now you good? You good? Yesterday, um, me and a couple of my teammates, we was out there practicing. Yeah. And um, he was over there. Huh. Um. Jayla Jayla Jamison uh, and Destiny, uh, Destiny Rocker, she's a hurler, and the other one, Jayla, is a 100 and a 200. You know,
0: yeah. is that them right there? Shout out,
4: yeah,
0: that right there. Shout out, come, yeah. on, come, on, team come on, come on, come on, come on the live, come on, Yo, live. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Right, come, come on, the mic, we live and direct, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, we live and direct at UA Mission <laughs> Control. Come on, join, she get bailed. on the podcast. If you want to come on, you get on to the podcast. Yeah, she yeah, that's I'm hot. That's I'm, hot. Gonna,
4: I'm gonna take a little seat.
0: I'm gonna make
1: you sit The mics are hot. Y'all all competing at U20s? Oh no, I'm competing for the. Uh, oh,
4: you? you group. Oh, <laughs> let them know. Let let me what know. you racing?
5: Uh, 100 meter hurdles. Okay.
0: okay. Oh, that's. I, I, oh, that's a, and I'm
5: yeah, yeah, the University so of South Carolina 60 meter hurdle school record holder. Yes, okay. ma'am. Let them know. Okay. Yeah. Let them know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Go Gamecocks. Period. But we're but we're talking about the men's hundred.
4: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was seeing him warm up and stuff, and it was like. I ain't know like I ain't know what to expect, mm-hmm. but I remember seeing him, you know, watching him and stuff. But like watching him in person was kind of cool, and watching him warm up and all that. I'm, well, not warm up, but practice. So when I come and see him today, I was like, wow, that's gonna get. I, th- I think I think maybe being beside him might give me the power to do the same thing he you did might today. Get the juice. you know,
6: yeah.
1: And we, we will say we were in the mix zone, so we saw Fred Curley coming through the media. He had, he, had, he wouldn't know part of the media. He just went straight to the back. I he said, that, no yeah. media, no nothing, yeah. I'm leaving, running. I'm going, yeah. and everything. Like, Do you going. feel like that's extra motivation? Do you feel like he's locked into that zone to win that men's 100 coming he, in the next couple days?
4: Yes, um, especially with the time that he did today. I think he deserved to run out like the way he did, you know, because <laughs> he got to get ready for this
1: what about prelim,
4: w- I mean, semifinals. What yeah. about Christian
1: Coleman, though? What about Marvin Bracey? What about Trayvon Bromel? my mm-hmm. boy Trayvon. I
4: don't know him, though, for real. Don't tell yeah. him I said that.
5: I feel like it's up to <laughs> grab for anybody, you know, whoever going to do it on the day, for real. So,
4: I Yeah, but, um, oh, Lord. shut up. Yo, what? Okay, she been she be singing this song all day. Talking a <laughs> lot. <Lord, all day laughs> okay, but, yeah, I <laughs> just.
7: So about fast
4: oh, what's body good, body Noah? Oh. oh, yeah, he got one right
0: here. <laughs> real fast, real
7: fast. I'm just a quick interview. you What you guys doing over here? We, right we, we we on talking. We're talking. We're just, just talking. We are talking. Two black runners live. You ain't mission control. Talking is half of what I do. <laughs>
1: hey, <laughs> hey, most definitely. Most,
7: I'm like you know I'm no laws. You know I, I run around the track half half the time. You know.
8: What's your
7: best thing? Well, you know I, um there's a 400 meter and I do half that. Oh. I
1: thought you ran the eight. Yeah.
7: I do that in my spare
0: time. Okay, spare time.
1: But I, I gotta ask you, Noah, what you think about the meet today? What was the most, what was the most fun thing you seen on the track? Let me ask most you that. Most
7: fun thing, shoot, I mean nothing crazy is really ha- well, nothing right? crazy, good. I mean Mike Norman running that forty-four, I was a little shocked on that. Uh, I was like, shoot, the man didn't even really look like he was trying all that much, so I was a little shocked with that one. <laughs> but uh, there was a lot of people who didn't make the team or didn't make a final. I yeah. was very shocked. Uh, I was just like, whew, okay." People coming to play, and some people are not. So I'm like, "All you right." Said some people are not. You know, we, we, we gotta make sure we show up when we show up on the line.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. What you think about that men's one hundred today?
7: You wish lot, you were in it. There, there's a lot of people where I was like, "Yeah, I expected that." Um, I think right now Coleman is like in the exact spot that I saw him, but running into a wind right now, a negative wind. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I expect that time." Uh, Trayvon looked good, to be honest. Fred, I think Fred was, truthfully, the outlier of everybody. Yeah. This man yeah. came in, and I remember he was getting out of his dry phase. I'm like, look how low that man's chest is compared to everybody else. And then he just made a really drastic, uh-huh. like, pick up. And I was like, that right there, that could have been 9-7 right, right there. And this Jeez. man, and then he slowed up in the line. I'm like, this man about to. <laughs> what, you expecting? what you expecting? This man in the got final. something, bro. This man got something. What,
1: what do you think can win the final in the 100?
7: <sighs> it's. There's a difference between what will and what can. Mm, you know, okay. uh, there's a lot of nine sevens that can be run, but you know, when it really comes down to it, who's gonna put together a really good race in an hour and a half? You know, and mm. what we've seen in history has been a lot of nine eights, a lot of nine eight fours, nine eight threes, even sometimes a nine eight nine. But there's too many talented people today to be saying like a nine eight nine is gonna win. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a nine eight five. faster.
0: Hey, and for you, what does it feel like coming into this as a world champion, bro? You got that vibe.
7: Shoot, it's sweet. (laughs) I'm chilling. You
0: got
1: the cream.
7: I I don't even got to run, to be honest. I I caught Corona (laughs) in New York, and I was like, shoot, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to run here, but I I got healthy. like uh, On Saturday, I uh, caught a negative test, and I was like, shoot, all right, let's go. I'm ready to drop bombs. I just dropped like a nine five in practice on the fly, and I was like, shoot, let's go. <laughs>
0: hey, you <laughs> got the exclusives, man. Yeah,
7: yeah. But I gotta go. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. my band is here. Y'all have fun out here though. Right, hey, appreciate it. you. Appreciate we you. All right, All right, thank
0: y'all. Thank y'all for joining the show.
1: Thank you, thank you. Let me speak. Thank you, Remember, you. remember and, and, me. And look, you Please. got some you got some free some free swag, some free swag at UA mission control. Out here for UA Mission Run, doing our thing. Noah Lyles just joining us on the podcast. Yo, it's turn. Two black runners. Let's turn. You feel me? We doing our thing out here as well. We didn't get to really see the women's 400 or the men's 400 as we were setting up, but we did have the fastest time today. Came from Jade Stepper and the women's 400 with a 51.05. And then as well, um, hold on. Ooh, wait, where... You oh, Allison her? Felix! I was looking for Allison Felix. She qualifies through 52:03 as well. Kyra Jefferson with 52:09. We had Talitha Talitha Diggs with the 51:32. The women's 400. We were talking about at Running Report Show looks really, really wide open. Like it's not really the same as last year. But Walney Jonathis, who got second last year, still ran a 51:73, finishing third in her heat. So like it's going to be really competitive to the end and so I'm like I don't really know who's gonna win this race but I think for sure I think I think Allison's coming back to Eugene one more time this year to be honest bro
0: no most definitely she's definitely gonna make the team in my opinion just because of experience like last year she showed us that she just knows how to make teams like and she knows how to get medals like she got bronze people were questioning if she was gonna make the team and she got bronze at the Olympics so is it possible for her to get a medal again? Well, she's probably going to be on the 4x4 regardless. So she's yeah. the queen of track and field.
1: And then we got our field events expert joining oh, us what's up, right here. Jasmine Saad, hey. hey competing in, in the long Who jump today. today.
6: I sure did. I saw you guys over here from
9: across the street. And I was like, they look so official. So I had to come take a picture and say hi.
0: Yo. <laughs> what's up? Well, we got to get your analysis real <laughs> quick, too. And also, wait. Your nails are spying. Right,
9: Nail I, check. I me check. See.
0: Yeah. Go Nail ahead. check. OK. What was okay. the inspiration? I love the snake on there too.
9: You know, I like to be a little ratchet. Oh. <laughs> That's really the inspiration. I understand. my favorite color is red. So Nine two, mine too. Mine too. I had to go red, 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 white, and blue. So
0: <laughs> I like that.
9: Oh. I, I had a snake on the other hand, though, and it fell off. So if you guys saw me down at the track looking around in the grass, I was looking for my snake, but we and come to attack. In the grass, and
1: maybe in the pit.
9: It probably is, and that's okay because when they come back for worlds and they jump in the pit, I just hope they're
1: bit. <laughs> <laughs> get somebody. The U.S. And- the U.S. Not the U.S. athletes though. Not the U.S. Not athletes. the
9: U.S. athletes because I need them to get out there and come back with some medals. I'm really excited need to watch w. them go out there. So yeah. Hey guys, so I just came by to just uh, kind of say hi. So I'm gonna let you guys get back to yeah, it yeah Yo, come yeah. Through,
0: come, come through. Come through. What were you most surprised by today? or, or- or did you get to see any of the meet? Because you were competing. You were so busy. You what?
9: know what? I did. I watched the meet.
0: It
1: sounds like you have something really yeah. intellectual to say right now. We know what say you're right going
0: to say.
9: We know know what gonna say. What's up?
0: What's it's up? all good. We all, come on.
9: I, I, I'm going to go to the 400. Okay. I was really excited to see Michael come out and run that 44 and with ease. The fact that he was looking around, I'm excited to see what he does these next two rounds and also. To see Allison, because I heard you guys talking about Allison, so I'm the really goat. excited to see her come back. Veteran, because I think that she will end her career here in Eugene again. You can never count Allison out. Ever.
5: Oh, because if it's one thing about Miss Felix, she gonna finish strong. Okay, okay, because yep. okay, she she just don't go outside like that. That's just not her nature.
0: No, we saw it last year. It was she. That last 100 at the Olympics, and, I was like, wait. And what I wait, did, she made it happen. Wait. Yeah, it was, it was wild. It that's,
5: that's what she There's one do.
9: person you do not count out. It is Allison. I'll never count her out. I don't care how many people try to count her out, what they got to say. Oh. She has heart. So she's going to show up and do what she needs to do.
5: The one word she used to describe her career today was perseverance. And that's mm. something that she definitely got. So...
0: Kaitlyn, was this your first time in the Mix Zone today? Oh my God. First time.
5: time, First time in Eugene. I've never seen Hayward Field. I've never been to Oregon. So this entire experience was absolutely crazy. I've never even seen a professional athlete in person before today. So, yeah. You were killing
0: me. Hold on, hold on. You were (laughs) were fearless. You were fearless out there. Oh,
5: fearless. But let me tell you, in my head, I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Bro, as soon as Allison Felix came through, I'm like, you know. I'm trying to keep my job, so I'm not going to act a fool, but Yo. in my brain, I'm over here like, oh, my God, it's get <laughs> So, yes, it was a really cool experience. Um, I think my interviews came out fine, considering the fact the first time I ever did like track interviews with people, they were really, really bad, but... I think these were good enough. I got a bunch of followers, so hey. Hey, let them know, hey. bro.
0: And you did it on, with an injury. Like, what's going on with your okay, leg too? So, I'm like, damn. Um, Kentucky, Kentucky Wildcat, right
1: here. I know.
5: So yeah, future Kentucky Wildcat decides to trip on the stairs in her Airbnb yesterday and gets a hairline fracture on her fifth metatarsal. <laughs> <laughs> damn. So now I'm in a boot for like the next month and a half, but it's fine because. Um, yeah, I have the summer to heal myself, and when I start running forty nines after I've broken my damn foot, then y- you know you know what's going on. <laughs>
9: did it?
0: Did you see? Did you see her fall?
9: So I actually had just got to the house, and all of a sudden I heard her ah, and I was no. just like, what? No. What happened?
5: And then she starts just talking about it. And she goes, Yeah, I, I think I heard a crack. Oh. Okay, because there was imaginary stairs right there. Them stairs was not there when I tried to step down. It just popped up.
9: It's valid. It's very valid that I tripped over the stair, and I'm glad that I didn't end in this situation.
5: Yeah, miss, I got to jump.
9: Look, we just going to keep praying for her and hope that foot heals fast. Lay some
1: hands. Lay some hands on Caitlin.
5: Prayers. Cross your fingers. (laughs)
4: Take me to church,
1: anything. <laughs> Before we let you go, Jasmine, though, I just want to talk about the long jump real quick, and especially like Jasmine Moore being a collegiate athlete, making the team. Tiffany Flynn going out there running, jumping a six six nine as well, making the team. What did you see from the long jump while you're competing in it? And there was like, there was a lot of people trying to get those three spots, and even Monet Nichols had the, fat, had the furthest jump in the year so far, and she doesn't finish in the top three. Kind of a crazy uh, competition, to say the least.
9: You know what? I'm so excited for Monet's career. She's just getting started. So that is one person to definitely look out for. I am so glad that Q came out. Quinnisha, if you guys don't know who Q is, came out and popped a seven because going into this meet, I was a little concerned. This is the first time in a long time that we haven't came in with someone already jumping seven meters. Mm -hmm. So to have someone come out there and do that. I know that she'll be able to do it. She has a couple things that I saw that she probably needs to fix, and she'll come out with the medal as long as she has some stuff fixed. Jasmine, there is no words to describe how remarkable that woman is. I almost called her a girl, but that's a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She, eight for eight. You you cannot deny greatness with an eight for eight. That's so difficult to do. There's only been one other person to do something along those lines, and so... That is also another person that we really need to watch out for and super excited to see where her career goes.
0: Describe eight for eight for the people at home that don't understand what that means.
9: Eight for eight is she has won long jump and triple jump, indoors and outdoors. Also at her conferences, very hard to do. Not a lot of people even do both events anymore or not, not a lot of people are uh, to that caliber, I should say. And so for her to come out and get eight for eight, absolutely amazing.
0: How taxing is that on your body and on your legs? Definitely too. for the triple. Yeah,
9: I know them knees hurting. <laughs> the triple jump is so taxing. Um, I've talked to a few people that actually have doubled and that double is extremely hard. And I'm very grateful that she got to do long jump first because Long jump is a lot easier on your body than triple jump, so a lot of the times, if they have to triple jump first, they don't do as well in the long jump. So, I'm excited to see what she does. What she does in the triple jump. Excited to see what she's gonna do on this team.
0: Bro, what's going on? When well, I'm looking through this like results right now, why are all these people on sponsor doing long jump? what's the, what's, the, what's going on?
9: I got a lot to say about that.
6: Um, <laughs> no okay, I'm
0: getting the
9: Okay, I'm getting the hand speak. motion, so let's talk about it. Um, the, the long jump, the field events in general, we do not get enough love. I think it speaks a lot. There was a post that was going around with a lot of athletes and coaches that were posting the sponsorships. And if you look, the field events had the least sponsorships. And going into it, Nike was number one, Adidas was number two, and then it was Tracksmith. And one thing about them considering Tracksmith as a sponsor is those athletes are yeah. not paid. Yeah. So for them to be the third sponsor, it's kind of scary for our sport to see where it's going. And another thing that we talked about as well, aside from the sponsorships, is I'm only 28 in this sport. Which
5: I thought
1: she was 25 last night. <laughs> well, that seems. Hard. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I was thinking
9: too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 28 in this sport, and for our athletes to be this young going into it, it shows the lack of support for our sport and our event. And I don't want our event to die. So I want us to thrive. So if we could get more sponsors over in the field, that would be absolutely amazing. There is no reason why people that are just now leaving college are contemplating, should they continue to jump? Is this really what they want to do? And wow. seeking that advice. They're, they're just coming out. And this is coming from someone who has been three, four years on sponsored and having to figure out herself. So to see this, it really broke my heart having those conversations. I just hope we get some more sponsorships in the field.
0: Yeah, shout out to Tracksmith to trying to, as an apparel brand, trying to do something. I do see them like sponsoring, because they're like, they started off mainly as a distance yes. type of program, but I see them sponsoring like people in the field from shot putters to long jumpers to sprinters too.
9: 39 athletes.
0: But the goal is to get them to that next level so they could get that sponsorship. But the problem is, y'all already at that level. Yeah. A lot of you. You're, if you're here, you're, you're at, at that, that level. level. Yes. so it, is, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense really so i know me and joshua are gonna try and do our best to learn more about the field so we can talk about it more and try and bring some more attention to it but that is a, that is a big problem in the sport for sure
9: we love it and let me tell you when you don't got love i think i could speak for field and multis you guys really stick together if anyone actually watched that event the people that didn't make the final really stuck together we it was a really fun you would think that we made it to (laughs) the world finals the world championship finals we took a whole bunch of pictures as a group and it was still that celebratory of like we we're here we're doing this and i think it was good for the college athletes that were there to see that of hey we know our event doesn't get a lot of love but we really stick together and we're going to help each other out here
0: yeah,
1: I I love to hear it and thank you. We we got deep on the podcast for a second, but that's what you need. That's yes. what you need on the podcast. You need <laughs> you to get deep. Need you need to laugh. You need to cry. <laughs> All those things. What's that? Jimmy V said that's a perfect day. If you laugh, cry. And something else, you're sad. I don't know. It was <laughs> something like that. But thank you, Jasmine. Thank you, Caitlin, for joining us on the Two Black Runners Podcast. I really do appreciate it, man. Y'all getting
6: collapsed.
9: Man, yes. Thank Y'all you guys for allowing me to, to jump in and keep doing your guys' thing because you guys are doing good for the sport. Yes. Thank you. They that are. Means a lot. They're super cool.
5: And if you don't think they're cool, well, then me and Jasmine will just There we go. You don't I'm, want I'm cool with these that. problems. You don't want come on. You don't want these problems. I'm a lover, not a fighter, so that's cool. That's <laughs> cool with me. All, right, All right, thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Thank
1: you, thank you, thank <laughs> you. And also, if anyone else wants to come on the podcast and really just share your piece about anything on the event, most exciting thing you've seen from this weekend, or any hot take or anything like that, we got about, like, 15 maybe 20 minutes left, and we out of here. I really just want to talk about the Men's 200 real quick, because people are really bashing us on our Running Report show, saying, why aren't you guys talking about the Men's and Women's 200? I'm all like, we already know that race is hot. That race is super, you are trying to spread exciting. the love, man. Yeah, We're try yeah, trying, trying, sure trying to make sure everybody talks noted. Other stuff real quick, but we had Noah Lyles. We should have just talk about it with Noah, but what are you thinking about the Men's 200?
0: Let's start off there, Aaron. Arianne Nighting. That's what everyone wants to hear about. What is Arianne Nighting going to do? But... Noah, he just ran 19.6 just the other day, and he, he was accelerating like nothing, and, I, and like he said, he said he just ran 9.5 in practice, just flexed on here for a second real quick too, but that's going to be the real battle, but we also can't forget about Kung Fu Kenny, he did his thing at the Olympics last year, and you know he's going to be ready when the time comes, and then, bro, Frank Hurley ran 9.8. Fred <laughs> Curley, Red 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 Curley ready. Today.
1: I feel like definitely last year, Olympic trials, Fred Curley didn't really know how to run that turn yet. He had the speed for it. He had the strength for it. He had everything for it. But now he has a technique 4 to 200 and is really ready to put down a fast time. I really, even though Noah Lyles, he goes through and runs all those times. That's Noah Lyles. Then that's Fred Curley, Kenny Derek, and then, and then Arion Knight. And I feel like that is really going to be hard to really break up but someone like Kyrie King or even Josephus Lyles can possibly do something or even Eli Hall as he's putting together a good campaign with that 100 he just ran early today but then we also got Matthew Bowling who I feel like is going to have the crowd really going crazy when he lines up on that 200 meter line on Saturday for the first time
0: He definitely will have the crowd going crazy but like you said, he has a tough outing Like Fred Curley to me is the most consistent sprinter like he always shows up, like in every race. I always I say I can't see him getting third in a race. I see him getting first or getting second in the 200 or and and the 100. Like I don't see him getting third because he's just always on top of it. But that and then to beat Kampu Kenny when he's ready and after a long season, that's gonna be hard to do for Matthew. But if he does, that'll make a lot of people happy. But I don't know if I see it.
1: Yeah, most definitely. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. before we get to Women's 200, I got to say, we're on Two Black Runners Podcast live here at UA Mission Control. If you want to join us for a quick second and give your hot take for USAs, come on up. Like, don't, don't be shy. Don't be shy. You can even get a... Free UA hat as well if you do come and join us for just about like two minutes with two black runners and oh. really talk. Hey, No, man. You can't just walk oh, up on, and just in, up and not get on the podcast. We got real our quick. we got our sprint. Hold expert. on, man. We got our sprint expert we about right the now. 200. We talk about the two hundred. We talk about the two hundred, man.
0: MJP TV. We talking about the two hundred. We're talking about the two hundred, man.
1: Let's hop on it. Yeah, like... Because they've been bashing us in the comments, man. Hey, man, you know we just hit 10K on YouTube? Hey! We yes, We just hit sir. 10K on YouTube. We just hit 10K right on YouTube. Go watch
0: that preview that we did, too, that y'all were roasting. But we got a lot of we got a lot of views on But they were roasting oh, us about, and hopping this, too, man. They are t- roasting Wait, us, not talking y'all about say? the
8: 200. Why why they firing y'all up?
0: No, just because we, we we didn't talk about the 200. We are just doing, like, m- our most exciting... uh, What else? Most, most over, wide, o- wide you know, open. Most wide open, most locked in. And we didn't... I didn't hey, think the 200 fit. good? good? Yeah, we got two sprint experts on here right now. We're talking about the men's two hundred. Men's two hundred. And you know, we got we got Fred Curley in the field. We got yeah. Noah Lyles. We yeah. got Arian Knighting. We do. And then we got the college dude, Matthew Boylan. I don't know what I don't know he's gonna be able to break that up. I mean he'll, there, make he'll, he'll make, make the, the final.
8: He'll make the final,
0: but who do I you mean, got who do you got for that team?
8: So I'm gonna go Arian Knighting first. Okay. He'll win. He's Noah win. Lyles second. And then you gotta go with Kung Fu Kenny. Come on now. Oh. Kung Fu. Kung
0: you, wait, wait. So you don't got Fred Curley in
8: there? Nah.
0: After what he ran today, well, hey, he's still gonna make hey, it because he's
8: gonna be forty. I have Fred Curley. In I, there. I, I think Kung I Fu. Yeah, Curley. that's true. I, I, can't, I can't bet against Kung Fu Kenny. Kung I Fu
6: Kenny said. is good. He is However, good. he hasn't been racing as much this year, that is and true. that's what kind of makes me nervous about him. I think that he is the type to race himself into shape. Mm-hmm. And Fred Curley, he ran nine eighty three in a prelim today, so Cele- he's ready. Celebrating. He's making that yeah. team. I definitely think it's going to be Arian. I think it's going to be Fred, and I think Noah has a bye, so that's good. Yeah. Um.
8: So Kenny might make it in anyway. Kenny might gets, make it in anyway. There we go.
6: That's valid. Kenny might make it in anyway. It's going to be tough, though. But those
8: are, those are going to be the top four.
6: If any of the collegiate guys were to make
8: it in, who would it be? Um. Let's, it's definitely bowling. Yeah, it's bowling because Fambale. I don't see a college guy making Fonboulet it. Fambale runs for Liberia. Yeah. Uh, Lance Is Lance Lang still in the 200? Lance
6: Lang, right now he is, but he scratched the 100. Yeah. So that was interesting.
8: He was the only other one that I could see. Let's see who else is on there.
6: You know who also looked good today. Elijah Hall Thompson looked
8: good. Yes, I'm glad good.
6: I'm good. Like I like seeing him back. He looked really good today too.
0: So do you, Christian do, Coleman? Yeah, Christian Coleman is in it too, which is interesting. And he could uh, he be just, somebody. He's, he's getting some working. He's
1: working he's getting on how are some we working. having this
6: conversation without Christian Coleman? That, Cause like he's I mean, not, he's not
1: a, he's 200, a 200 runner. Guy. But like if somebody messes can, up, Christian Coleman's gonna be there.
6: I don't know, yeah. you guys. 1985 says that he's a 200 guy.
0: But like, he,
1: but that was, was that? That was like
0: 2017.
1: Okay,
6: season.
0: 20,
1: 2019.
0: He, he ran nineteen best, nine today. I mean, not today, best, but this year. 1992. Season's best is nineteen nine. Yeah, but he that ran 19-9. is true. He's what's Kung Fu Kitty's nine, nine. season best, though? Let me see. Uh, I don't probably. think he's got under 20 this year. No, I yeah, think he's like a 19. Is it either like 20-0? 20.01.
6: Like I said, he hasn't been running as much this year. But he still looked
0: good in that 100
1: prelim. He looked
8: great.
6: Yeah, he definitely did.
8: So the same argument It's going to be tough. Fred looked the best in the 100-meter prelims. He did. But Kung Fu Kenny looked good, too. He did. So it's, it's going to be tight. Yeah, I mean it is going to be tight. He'll make it regardless. Those top four, I don't see the top four changing one bit, barring Me something either. unforeseen. Yeah. Because really, USA got knocked off today. I ain't going to cap. Like, we we had a very off day today. People were chilling in the prelims. I'm not, I'm sure you guys went into it. but
1: Yeah, we, we talked about that. We covered it.
8: After, <laughs> after today, they'll, they'll be on point. They'll be on point.
0: Let's hope so, man.
8: And I mean the weather's good.
1: Speaking yep. of people yeah, it's gonna be ninety. It's gonna be ninety definitely when the two hundreds go off, but she didn't she didn't make that girl didn't make the one hundred meter that next round, but she's still in the two hundred. Do you feel like that makes the two hundred a little more interesting?
6: It does. I think that Shikari will make the 200. Wow. Whoa. Oh, wow. I really? Who's, she who's not making Dang. it? No. I like Come this. On, so we got, we got, we got, go. Abby, oh. we so got Abby. We got Gabby. interesting to me.
0: And Britney Brown.
6: So essentially, you say Abby Steiner. We have Jennifer. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be tough. Britney Brown. Ooh. But she has a chip on her shoulder. She chips does. are dangerous. Look, chips are she, dangerous. She got the sure. hot chip. Yeah. She does have a hot chip on her shoulder right now. Um, I'm really interested to hear what the issue was in the 100. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. All right, y'all. That's my take on it. Look, I have an Uber to catch. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. She now
1: got an Uber hey, to catch. Right Yo, shout, shout out, out to out. Serenity. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you, Serenity, for coming on.
8: Yes,
1: there you go. Oh, these Baylor girls Baylor, want to come, come on through. the Two Black Can Runners through? podcast through? To talk about stuff. I heard you all want to come on. That you guys want to talk. Who? We yeah. Got to oh, they're coming. Come, it, it, they're coming through. You. Come through. Come hey, through. Hey, shout out, y'all? Come through. Yeah, we're just here to Two Light Runners Podcast, UA Mission Control. Shout out Matt, bro, MJPT, do, TV. Go subscribe to that man on YouTube and everything like that. But we got got these folks coming on right now through the podcast. What up, Baylor?
0: What's up, Baylor Bears? Come on now. Come what's on, good? Man? What's Come good on, with man? it? Oh, he said this is his show. <laughs> yeah.
3: What's up? What's
0: good with y'all? How y'all doing? Are, are y'all competing this weekend? Yes, uh, Saturday. Yes. Saturday, what are you running? 110 hurdles. Nice, nice, wow. nice. U-20s, are you in the elite? Oh,
3: USAs. Come on Let Let's know. get it. Okay. Okay. Don't disrespect you my man. man. Don't disrespect I don't know. him like he that. You look young.
0: I'm not sure. You grow man. I
3: mean, that's a, that's a good compliment, but I, I'm grown. I'm grown. Okay, <laughs> okay. What about you?
4: Um, I run the 400 hurdles tomorrow. Let's go. For U-20s, uh, but it's that's that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, that's
0: still that's still, that's still still
1: great. So that's what are y'all running?
0: One of the two, both of them running the one and the two yes. at U20s. Yes, sir.
9: <laughs>
0: so what's the vibe? What has it been like uh, being out here? Is this your first time competing at um, Hagueware? Yeah, this well,
4: is my first time here, actually. And it's been pretty good. Like, I've seen a lot of, like, um, pros and stuff. I'm not a fangirl like this one. I'm but, a fangirl. You <laughs> know, I'm like, fan hey, fan hey. taking. I'm just soaking it in, really.
3: Um, I was at NCAA's a couple weeks ago, so yeah. it's definitely a different vibe, though, because you see all the professionals and, like, people yeah. that you grew up looking up to, so it's definitely a good vibe, and they all give off really good energy just because mm. they've been here before, they know what they're doing, so it's definitely something to look forward to if For sure. you're able to do it.
1: Being around those pros, though, does it make you a little nervous?
3: Um, oh, definitely. A little bit, but definitely. you kind of just got to feel, feel it out and be like, you know, I'm out here and I'm running, yeah. so we're going to let them do their thing and I'm going to do my thing.
0: Do you feel like you have, like, a lot of momentum, like, after just going to NCAAs and, like, you're competing against, you know, especially in the the once-in hurdles, y'all running just as fast as all the pros. So do you feel like that gives you a little bit more of an edge just coming off of that?
3: (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired. This season's been long. But, I mean, we got a little bit of momentum, and they have the experience. So we'll see how that clashes when we get on the line.
1: But I feel like, too, ultimately for you, like, for all of you as well, like coming here is a celebration in a sense as well. Coming to U-20s, oh, sure. coming to USAs, off of NCAAs, it's a celebration to be able to see the pro, see the action, and something future that you can really look forward to. And before we get to you guys' go, I got to ask you, do you have like a hot take from today or something that, something? what was the Biggest most exciting surprise. thing that you've seen today or some, something, something like, something you yeah. got from today? you
4: um, I don't have anything specifically, it's just like sitting in the stands and then seeing people that you usually see on TV, it's just like, wow, like I get to experience and actually see them in person in action and stuff. So. Who are
0: you most excited to see?
4: Oh, Allison Felix, for sure. Allison Felix me? as well. English Garner. <laughs> yep.
3: Yeah, I feel like, sorry, no, I feel like ahead. today, uh, with it being prelims, you can't really expect everybody's best performances, oh, so for sure. you're kind of just sitting back and waiting for them to all stand out, so.
4: yeah.
0: Go ahead. Oh no, I didn't have nothing to say. I thought you had something to say <laughs> right now. But oh, what look, if it? What if ride
3: it, I'm pulled up, so I'm gonna hop out. Oh y'all out? I guess. All right, it was hey, fun talking to y'all though. Yeah, hey, you yeah, too, yeah. Too. Appreciate we'll you. Be here
0: all week. Good luck, hey, Good
1: you guys luck. Good luck, hey, Baylor y'all. Bears. Y'all want? Y'all want a hat? Uh, heck
0: yeah! There you go. There you go. You control. Come on.
1: Pull up on us on Sunday too. Yeah, we be back. We be back Sunday. We be back Sunday at 3 p.m. Three p.m. UA Mission Control, two black runners doing our thing.
0: We'll have the burgers going by then, too.
1: With the Butter Boys, with the tailgate, new generation, tell all
0: friend, of it. A tell a Do we, we got anything else? We've been out here for an hour. The, did we didn't, didn't go through the – I guess we didn't go through the
1: through. women's two. We didn't go through we, it. We went through the women's two. Uh, we also got a shout-out, though. Wait, hold on real quick. My bad, my bad. We got a shout-out, though, to the women's ha- hammer, Brooke Anderson, winning the w- women's hammer throw, and then uh, – Wow, wow.
0: Dina
1: De- Price got fourth. That that's when Deanna Price didn't making the team. That's a crazy. world champion in 2019, a really big development. Also Gwendolyn Berry f- placing 7th as well. She, she's the
0: world champion. She has to buy.
1: Oh yeah, but she still got, she got fourth place in, in that race. Remember how she was, did that yell at, at like uh, that was that was definitely iconic then in the men's discus as well just to shout out these people because really just gotta let them know in the men's discus grow we had andrew evans winning it in a 63 31 right behind him we had dalen shirts and then sam mattis with the third place finish reggie jaggers right there in fourth place in the last dude out but uh is that pretty much wrapping up for us today i, I don't really know how to close this out into live podcast but i think i think that's good we're chilling
0: yeah, I mean, I would just say to close out, Joshua, how do you feel like the first day went just being in the mix zone, being here, having this live experience? Like, I think it's cool. I think it's really
1: cool. First time to USA's. Uh, I, went to USA's uh, to, like, <laughs> I went to the USA's in 2017 to like, I went to USA's in 2017, I wasn't really like there, but like to actually like be here, being in the media. I always wanted to be like an athlete doing it, but to be
0: doing this is definitely the second best, th- best thing. So I'm really just happy with it. I feel you, man. I was here in 2013, running running juniors. So it's crazy to be back, not competing, but somehow being on the field again, getting the credential again, talking to people that I thought would be racing. But hey, man, we making an impact. That's what I feel. So it's, it's definitely feels special to be here, especially with you, man, with my bro. We don't get we don't get lovey dovey on here. You know what I mean? Alright bro, we do. chill out, chill out, bro. Come chill on, out, man. chill out. There's people around. Give bro. me a hug, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you saying I it just like sk- that? Hey, <laughs> but
9: catch
1: us Sunday for another for another at UA mission control at three PM, right here behind Hayward Field on this is fifteenth Street. Eighteenth Street. Eighth Street 18th Street. We'll be there. All right. Yes, sir. We got two black. Appreciate letters. y'all oh.
0: coming on the live.